0: Samuel, chapter 28, verse 3. When you have it, say amen. Amen. Let us read. It says, Now Samuel had died and all Israel had lamented. All Israel had lamented for him and buried him in Ramah in his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the spiritists Out of the land. Then the Philistines gathered together and came and encamped at Shunem. So Saul gathered all Israel together and they encamped at Gilboa. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask Holy Spirit that you would aid me in this moment, Father they would not hear me, Lord, but that they would hear you, and that when they leave this place, they will say, truly, we heard from the Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, we say amen. You may be seated. Right before you're seated, look to your neighbor and just say, get started, but I got some flack the other day, but I'll leave that story for another day. Samuel has died, and all Israel is lamenting for him. How interesting, how interesting that the man of God, the prophet, that they are lamenting for him, because when they had him, they didn't want to pay attention to him. It goes to show that when we have our pastors and when we have the men of God, they speak day on and day out on Sunday mornings, on Wednesday nights and all forth and they do the counseling, but no one wants to listen to them and no one wants to respect them. Some of them get splashed on social media. Some of them get splashed on the media. But here we see that Israel has made choices not to listen, not to the man but not to listen to the word of God that is coming out of the man. And therefore, Samuel is now dead. The prophet has passed. And what do they do? They lament for him. For some reason, people lament more for you when it comes to your funeral time. They think of you more. They respect you more. For some reason. Lamented for him, buried him in Ramah in his own city. The Philistines gathered, in verse 4, it says, and came and encamped in Shuman. So Saul gathered all Israel together, and they encamped at Gilboa. Watch this. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid. Hmm. He was afraid. He is afraid because at this point in the story, the Lord has told him, you're no longer my man. You're no longer the choice to move forth with Israel. There is another. There is a King Arthur, so to speak. I would like to say King Arthur comes and derives from the word of God because we get someone like the young king, David. And David is the choice, the select. That even it would say that he is oh, a man who has a who is after God's own heart. And that is precisely what we are going to see in the contrast when it comes to Saul. From the very beginning, Saul's language was always your God. Your God, as you see the language in the scripture, he tells the people of Israel, your God, your God, but it was never his God. You see that? The language. Every every syllable that is in the word is important. And we must read it. And if you were like me, I had trouble times reading. I'll admit that. But in my trouble reading it, I had some understand some more of an understanding. I had to go slower. I had to read it slower. I had to read it three times, four times Five times if I had to. And then when I took theology classes, they made me have three to four theological books per class. I said, good Lord, I'm not even a good reader, and here I am reading. I know it's definitely God who has called me. Struggling to read. Struggling to read the word of God. But every, every syllable, every vowel is worth it. Everything that it says. They gathered together. They were together but Saul saw the army of the Philistines he saw the opposing side he saw what opposed him and what was he? he was afraid like some of us when we look at our bills and we look at our day to day routine in life or sometimes we look at the stark contrast of the decisions that we have made in our lives and we become filled with fear by our own decisions (laughs) some are quiet we're afraid and Saul isn't as afraid. Verse 5, it says, when Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart trembled. My goodness, if he be for me, who be against me? My Amen. goodness, Saul needed that word, didn't he, at that time? And it says that when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. That word Urim. The priests had the ephod on their on the square of their tr- of their plate, and on it were sticks and stones. And they would take it at times. It was allowable. It was permissible that they would sometimes cast stones, basically kind of like a gambling situation. In order, and, and when you think about it, with sticks and stones, it, it sounds very witchy, very witchcraft kind of thing. And they would roll them to basically get something from the will of God from that, but not even speaking through that stuff good lord man gentlemen are there any gentlemen in here can you raise your hands gentlemen have you ever had your wife so upset at you no matter what you say they won't speak to you Some of the brothers in here are just staying real quiet. <laughs> they know exactly what I'm talking about. Do you get the sense of feeling that God is upset? Or rather, is not wanting to speak with Saul. I moved on. Let me tell you something. Many message within the broader scheme of what my message is. But there is times that we, 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 we like to sit in this pity party. And we love. Being a competition of how bad our party can be in pity. How good it can be. And we love to compete. Oh, I, oh I, this is what's happening in my life. Oh, this is. And you can go to church and tell everyone, oh, this is what's happening in my life. And that's great. Here at a, at a church that loves you, will pray for you, and will be for you. Yeah. But the scripture says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I walk through it. I don't sit. I don't make a camp in it I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death I don't sit there For anyone that's in their pity party And they're depressed I'm telling you right now You need to wake up, change your clothes, make your bed Have a sip of coffee, go get some McDonald's And say I will walk through the valley Of the shadow of death I will not sit here in my pity party People ask you how you're doing Oh I'm good My leg
1: hurts though Next time
0: they see, oh, I'm good. My shoulder hurts though. Oh, I'm good. No, say I'm good. And God is good. And I'm going on forth. My goodness. We're walking through the valley of the shadow. We're not making a camp in it. Good Lord. Good Lord. That's the difference. I don't want to get completely off the subject here. But that's the difference with Peter. Peter wanted to camp when, when, when he saw the full glory of God. So let's make a camp here. Not in the valley of the shadow of death. Some people are just wanting to make a camp in death. Oh, I'm sick. Oh, it hurts here. My goodness, that sounds like a good country song. It hurts here. It hurts there. We're moving forth. We're moving forth. Amen. He's not wanting to talk to him. Then Saul said to his servants, Find me a woman who is a medium that I may go to her and inquire of her listen here inquire of her and his servant said to him in fact there is a woman who is a medium at endor wow his his inner group he's not asking how can i get someone to inquire of god for me he's asking how can i go get some Says, oh, by the way, we know a woman. That's scary. Can you imagine the pastor's council telling the pastor, we know a woman that can do all the chickens and bones and stuff. I would be like, how do you know her? (laughs) Does that not jump out to you? It jumped out to me. How do you know who that is? wondering why God is inciting with him. Is it any coincidence? Is it any coincidence that God has moved on to choose There is forgiveness in that relationship. There is peace in that relationship. Thank got all day. In Endor, in fact, the word Endor. They're saying, "Wow, why does that sound familiar?" If there are any 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 uh, uh, nerds in here that like Star Wars, if they remember, that was the name of the Ewoks' planet. It was Endor. If we also remember that uh, 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 in the Lord of the Rings, in the Lord of the Rings the elvish word for middle earth was Endor. And here is the witch of Endor. And he comes to her in the middle of the night.
1: In the middle of the night.
0: I'm and he goes looking. Does he go out and, th- now, 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 in the middle of the night, it's, it's kind of like if you go down this road right here on Bear Creek that I have learned, you go down that road, what do you know? It gets dark. Uh, it gets dark coming down 107 Bear Creek. Ain't no lights out there. You me? Oh, uh, the brother knows. brother said, turn on your brights now. It's dark here.
1: <laughs>
0: it is dark that way. So what we have learned is that there are no lights. This is not our city limits kind of thing. There are no lights. And he goes into the middle of the night to speak to the witch of Endor. And she says, and he goes with his hoodie on and all such, the way you can speak. So that way no one can see him. But remember that she has he has put out the spiritists of the land. And the interesting word, the interesting thing about that is that even from the Hebrew word that we get that right there, spiritus, actually comes from the Hebrew word called oboth. Or it is the plural of ob, a leather bottle. It is generally taken to refer to the distant um, belly of the conjurer. So basically, the one who is conjuring up these spirits, it refers to them in that Hebrew word for spiritus. That that, that, that this demonic thing would come into their stomach, and it would speak to them. This is also in the Latin Vulgate, in the Septuagint Bible. In the Latin, we get the word ventriloquist. Oh my goodness, someone's like, I am no longer hiring a ventriloquist for my daughter's birthday see where we get that from? And then where they're speaking, that's the word where we get it from. Speaking from their belly, the conjurers. And here is Samuel, and Samuel goes to the witch of Endor, and he tells her, I want you to call somebody up. I want you to call up Samuel. This is a rare glimpse into the Bible where we get something where it's like ghost life. first, she doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it because she says, hey, do do you know what Samuel, do do you know what Saul has done? Saul has made it a law that we're, we're out of the land. But here's the interesting part. You see, Saul is the king and his word is decreed. And here is the king going against his own word. Saying one thing and then going against their own word. Here is Saul saying one thing and he goes against his own word. That's why the scripture tells us, let our yes be a yes and let our no be a no. Being true to it and being firm. Comes to her in the middle of the night. Conjure me up this spirit. What spirit do you want? I want Samuel. then all of a sudden she starts to do her seance and even in the scripture as it describes it to us that she begins to scream if you're asking if this is demonic i'll tell you yes it is but the interesting part is that the bible tells us something that it says she sees something and samuel asks what is it and from right there she tells him your Saul, your soul as if the spirit revealed to her that it was Saul, she says, "You're Saul, you're Saul." And he says, no, "No, no, 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 no. You can see the hoodie coming off in the scene." And he says, "No, no, no, no. Hold on, keep going. I promise you won't get hurt. Tell me, tell me. I'm afraid. See, when you are afraid, the things you will do, you will lie, you will cheat, you will steal, you will kill, you will destroy. Yeah. When you're afraid, that's why you have put your fear into the wrong things rather than fearing God. And when you fear." she says it's majestic majestic to signify very vague to me it seems like very vague descriptions of him how can you it, it's an old man it could be any old man the interesting part is is that the bible tells us it's Samuel and what do we know this is the infallible word of God Amen. and if the word says The scripture continuously repeats and repeats and repeats for us that David inquired, David inquired of the Lord. 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 He knows the end from the beginning, as the Scripture tells us. I love movies. I love watching the bonus materials. Anyone want to watch? Loves? You love watching the bonus materials. They sit there and they start talking about how they wanted to do this and how they wanted to film this. And I remember in the, in, in, in the bonus materials, it was very odd in Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, the very last scene is where, 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 where the Fellowship of the Ring, where all these characters finally meet up. And when they all meet up, it looks so awkward as they're recording it. And they're there, get off. And it, it, you, you just sit there and you go, that looks awkward. Is this the best acting they can do? how many millions for this, but I came to find out that in the bonus materials, the very last scene, the very last scene of three epic movies was the very first scene that they had done. Because in the movies, what they do is they film the first, they film the very last scene first, so that way they can walk all the way down to the beginning, so that way the entire movie matches it. You see, God knows the end from the beginning. I know where your destiny is at, what you crying for. Get up off of your feet, come on now. I know with what you're dealing with. I know with what you're going through. I know the hurts in your life, but I'm telling you, come a bit closer. Come a bit closer to me, get up and go to that church. You may feel like your bones are weary and you can't get up, but I'm telling you, if you make it to the house of prayer, I'm telling you there's a blessing there in the house. He defines the end from the beginning. Hallelujah. He knows. He knows your destiny. He knows it. He knows your destiny. My goodness. Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes. Be careful with people who will disguise themselves and put on other clothes. Woo. David inquired of the Lord. 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 What we know from David. David inquired of the Lord. David inquired of the Lord. There are people here today that need to inquire of the Lord. You need to stop inquiring of your friends. You need to stop inquiring even bigger from your family. My family loves me. Yes, they do, but they don't want always the best for you. I want what's best for you. Sure you do, (laughs) cupcake. Ask all the brothers in the Bible if that was true. They want what's best for David. They all showed up spick and span, but where was David? No one ever contacted him, not even his own father, to call him and to say, David, where you at? Come here if it wasn't for the truly spirit of the living God that moved within Samuel and said, this is all you got? Because the Bible says even when Samuel saw them, look at his fleshly part. Even when he saw me, he said, good God, that's that's a Georgia Bulldogs linebacker. 6'3", three, 315 pounds. Oh, that's the king out there. God said, no, nah, I don't want. in the sheep, got dung in his toes,
1: <laughs>
0: yes, yes, that's the one Samuel sitting there, what do you know, is this all the children you got, and they're looking around, there's one more, but he thinks he's all that, he thinks he has killed lions and bears, he's a liar, are you sure? Sheep in the Bible, that was a lowly job. Ah, that's, right. that's not a good job. That's a lowly job. I'm just going to be frank and honest. That's a lowly job. That's why, I remember with Moses? Moses, he got some education behind him. I mean, he went to Harvard for war. You know <laughs> what I mean? With, the, with Pharaoh and all that. He knows. I mean, he went to the best architectural school to build pyramids and all that stuff to magnify his name and his glory. God says no you will magnify the name of the Lord you will serve me and the wonderful part with all that education being related to the king his father-in-law tells him go and herd the sheep Mm -hmm. the beautiful part is while herding the sheep God calls him there there may be some man in here that thinks he's got a lowly job but I'm here to tell you that in that lowly job God will speak to you in that place. God will move in you in that place. Work is work. Don't be embarrassed, man. Work hard wherever you work at. And you provide for your family. And when they come at you and they say you work a lowly job, you just say, praise be to God. God supplied food on the table. Jesus, my goodness. I know. I've been at those places. Trouble, didn't we, baby? And when then we were in our trouble. I had to go work construction. I don't know anything about construction. I had a hard hat on. I didn't even know where to buy steel-tote boots. And I'm there with steel-tote boots, hard hat and all, brother. I mean, even even the even the, the screwdriver almost popped out of my hand one time. I did what I had to do for my family. And I was upset. Lord, why am I here? You can be upset sometimes with God. That's how big God is. I ain't afraid of you being upset at me. Bring it on. I'm upset, Lord. I'm coming to you, humbly, but fearfully and boldly. I'm upset. Why am I in this position? And I remember the Lord telling me, you're not. started learning that there were young people who had addictions in alcohol. And I began speaking life into them, telling them you don't got to go with life like that. Who told you you had to stay stuck on cigarettes? Who told you you had to stay stuck on smoking weed? Who said you had to stay stuck on poking yourself? Who said you had to have an addiction of putting yourself down? Get up, dust yourself off. Do not sit there in the valley of the shadow of death, but move on. I'm telling you, men and women, if you're in a, if you feel like you're in a lonely place, you're not there for you. God is moving. God is moving. There are others that God wants to bless. inquire of the lord inquire of him inquire of him young people my goodness you are at a pivotal stage in your life jesus you should be inquiring of the lord like never before should i marry this young lady should i go to school here what is going to be my destiny where should i attend to be church that is something that is no longer on the First and foremost, where should I attend when it comes to the house of God? What college should I attend?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: God will work that out. What church should you attend is a better Uh question. If you will go with me quickly to the book of Matthew. Got something really good there for you. Ooh, the book of Matthew. Fourteen, Chapter 14, verse 22. If you remember this passage. Fed the people. And Jesus, the Lord tells them, go on, go on. But look what it says. I'm going to read it for you. It says, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him. To the other side. Well, he sent the multitudes away. He sent the multitudes all by himself. Ooh, praise God. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. All by himself. Ooh, good Lord. Sometimes people, there are some prayers that you've got that are so personal, some of the people don't even need to know about them. Ooh, Lord, 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 Lord. Ooh, my goodness. He goes up by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea. Precisely, your boat is in the middle of a dilemma. You are in the middle. There are some of you here that are in the middle of the boat. In the middle of the sea. In the middle of the sea. Night, but we'll go with sea. (laughs) And then then the Bible says that the waves are, are, are hitting. You see, you're not only in the middle with nothing around to anchor you, but now you got the waves of life hitting you. Oh, I got to pay this. Oh, my baby's mama. Oh, I got to go to court because Fixing and getting ready to let me go. sea tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary oh it just so happens that the wind is not for me it's against me oh, oh thank you
1: <laughs> why are we
0: so why do we think everything will just go its way it will, it will not go its way right. everything is against them they're in the middle the beautiful part is that it was Jesus who sent them in the middle of the boat in the middle of the sea was God the whole time. I'm in the middle of the boat, Lord. I'm in the middle of the waves. And on top of that, the wind is contrary to me. Everything is going against me. But it was God who sent you there and put you there to show up in the middle of the night to show you that he's God. Yes! Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea and when his disciples saw him walking on the sea just like we've got a ghost story there we've got another ghost story here and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea they were troubled there are some of you that when you see God beginning to move in your life you are not happy you are troubled job. What are we going to do? How are we going to pay for it?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm troubled, And all along, God is the one who sent you out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> and in the places that you would think are most impossible for him to do something, the scripture says that he begins to walk on the most impossible surface
1: to walk um, on. Yeah. Woo!
0: Well, yeah. Turning. I don't even know how he did it. My assumption would be turning liquid into solid form. But I have no idea. But I'm good with that. He did it. Because the Bible says so. And they all saw it. And even they were spooked. They were troubled. And they said, it's a ghost. Woo! story for you. The further you are away from God, you can't make him out. If you were closer to him, you would be able to make out his purpose and his will for you. Oh, I've been close to him. And because I'm close to him, he whispers to me. And when he whispers to me, I don't look far into the distance and say, oh, that's a ghost. I say, oh, oh, it is, it is a ghost. But thank God that the Lord answers, doesn't scared. Like a good father when I see my children scared. You should see my son. All the lights off are in the house. He's got to turn on every single light to get a drink of water. (laughs) (coughs) turn them all out! He's afraid. You see? Afraid. They're afraid. And God, like a good father, sees them. And I can't help but Jesus Who sent us out here. Why would you send us alone. Just to show up in the right time. To show you that I'm a miracle working God.
1: Yeah. Now in the
0: fourth watch of the night. In the middle of the night. Jesus went to them. There are some of you that are praying in the middle of the night. And Jesus is going to you. In the middle of the night.
1: Yeah.
0: In your darkest hour in your life. He's there. Yes, he On the sea. There were troubled saints. It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying. Be of good cheer. Hey. with your husband and your wife. It is I. It is I. I am moving in your life. Stop griping. Stop complaining. It's. You have no idea I am going before you Like I went before the people of Israel When they were in the desert What do we know It gets hot in the desert I'm from the desert Good God I know It gets hot there But the scripture says That he sent clouds over them To keep them in that heat And in the deserts, In the middle of the night When it got cold He sent pillars of fire To keep them warm keeping his children comfortable. And when Moses is sitting in front of the ocean and they come into this, they come into this, into this, into this, into this dead end and there is the ocean and they can't get out through the left and they can't get out through the right. What do they start doing? They start complaining. Oh, trying to give us better things, better lives. Get us out of our addictions. Get us out of our anxiety. Get us out of our fear. But oh, there we are. Oh, you just brought me here to die. Oh, I'm tired and sick and I'm sick and tired. Oh. oh, oh. And Moses tells the Lord tells Moses get out there and tell them to be still. You ever get upset with your child? Be still. Be. Don't you move another finger. Be still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Moses, grab your staff. Watch what I'm going to do. My goodness. People ask me, is that a real story? Yes, that's a real story. changed the history be afraid, it is I. Do not be afraid, it is I. Do not be afraid, it is I. I'm going to say it again. not be afraid, it is I. Do not be afraid, it is I. Do not be afraid, it is I. It is I, the Lord, who loves you. It is I. Flesh out of the closet and zips himself up with it to become Jesus, the incarnate. To come and to die for us. That we, that he would be at one with his people. Do not be afraid, it is I. It is I who died for you. It is I who spilled the blood for you. It is I who have fed you. It is I who has clothed you. It is I who took you out of that addiction It is I, be of good cheer. It is I. It is I. It is I, be of good cheer. It is I. I'm bringing you forth through whatever you're going through right now. Be of good cheer. It is I, do not be afraid. 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 it Is I! Do not be afraid of nothing if he be for me. Who, who, who be against me? Do not be afraid, it is I. It is I. It is I. Do not be afraid, it is I. Let's sing the song, Holy Spirit. right here praying with you. One, do not procrastinate. They asked Pharaoh. Pharaoh, when do you want the frogs gone? Pharaoh said he wanted the frogs gone tomorrow. No, do not procrastinate. You need the Lord now. Don't say tomorrow. Don't leave it to another day. You need him now. Two, now is your time. Now is the time that the Lord loves you. He loves you from here on out. Every eye is closed and every head is bowed. Three, raise your hand if you want to receive the Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Amen, hallelujah. Now I'm going to count to three again. If you would say, Pastor, I need prayer. I'm fearful, but I'm inquiring of the Lord today. And I need him. I need him to step through. I need him. And I know that in this tough process, it is him. It is him. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand too. If that's you you need prayer you need prayer right now three raise your hand just say pastor pray for me i'm going through some tough stuff yes 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 let's pray for them lord father in the mighty name of jesus i pray for every person that is going through an issue and a problem they're going through through through, through financial difficulties father through illness through sickness through addictions through matrimonies currents and the waves of life getting up in the mighty, invincible name of Christ Jesus. I pray for them, Father, that they would be anointed to step in and that they would stay with their husbands, that they would stay with their wives, and that they would work it out. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for those matrimonies. I pray for children that have run away from home and need to come home, Lord. Whether it be their home address or whether it be what I'll say Bear Creek, Lavonia Church of God, that they've run away from God and they need to come back, Father. I pray for them in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for children to come back. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for them, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for them. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. In Jesus' mighty name church says amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Raise your hands and receive the benediction. Father, be with them. Guide them, protect them in all places, in their workplaces, in their places of education. And nothing shall come upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say amen God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend.